0: Hello and welcome to episode 30 of Coffee Breath Conversations. In this episode I interview Maxime Bernier, the leader of the federal party named the People's Party of Canada, about the controversial legislation known as Bill C-10, an act to amend the Broadcasting Act. This bill is being sold to Canadians as an upgrade to the Broadcast Act. However, there are some worrisome censorship implications. This episode is important as it will have a direct impact on my show if it's passed. Okay, everyone, welcome back to Coffee Breath Conversations. I'm your host, Russell Barton. Tonight, I will be talking about Bill C-10. This bill seeks to amend the Broadcasting Act, which sets out policy for legacy media, such as radio and television. The Canadian Radio, Radio, Television and Communication Commission, CRTC, is tasked with regulating, supervising and enforcing the Act. This bill was introduced in November 2020 by the Liberal Heritage Minister. So tonight to discuss this bill with me is former Conservative Member of Parliament from 2006 to 2019 uh, for the Conservative Party and current leader of the People's Party of Canada, Maxime Bernier. So welcome to the show, Maxime.
1: Thank you very much, Russell. I'm very pleased to be with you. And um, I want to thank you for giving me this opportunity to be with you and uh, with your viewers.
0: So I guess my first question to ask is, why now? The current government is a minority government and they're grappling right now with COVID and the restrictions and lockdowns and a disastrous order in council about firearms regulation, so why table such a bill right now with so much stuff going on in the background?
1: First of all, I think we must ask that question to the Liberal government. Uh, Why they're doing that right now, Uh, I don't know, but it's in line with what they said and what uh, they did in the past. Uh, The minister said that he wants to regulate the internet, and, uh, and now he's tabling that bill but I'm very concerned about that bill. Uh, it's uh, in what we know right now, uh, <clears throat> they will be able to, uh, if you put a video on YouTube about you and speaking about something, and you're very, you're a popular YouTuber, uh, you can become a broadcaster and you can be regulated under their CRTC. Uh, actually, as you know, <clears throat> Russell, the Minister had a lot of backlash about that uh, in the recent uh, recent uh, days, and he said that he would bring another uh, amendment to that bill to answer uh, these uh, questions, but we don't see we didn't see the this amendment. it will be tabled a little bit later uh, but uh, i'm uh, I'm skeptical about the, the, the intent of the minister
0: This bill talks about leveling the playing field for media content. However, what type of effects would you believe this could have on smaller press, for example, Rebel News or Press Progress even?
1: Yeah, that can have a huge impact. And, and uh, they, the, the CRTC will be able to regulate them. That means that uh, Rebel News or uh, True North will have to pay a kind of a tax that would go in a fund to uh, fund the, the Canadian content and, and you know, all these uh, regulations, we need to update that. Uh, I think we believe in a in a free system. We believe in an internet that you can do what you want. You can say what you want, respecting the criminal code on hate speech. But having a regulator that will regulate what uh, Rebel News or, or True North or another uh, website is saying, and forcing them to pay a fees to a Canadian fund to promote a Canadian content, you know, if you have a good content, uh, if you have, if you bring more value, uh, so why, uh, why you don't need to the government to protect you? So we call that a free market. And uh, now what they are doing with the radio station and TV station, the CRTC, uh, with the federal government, with the liberal government. They want to do the same thing on the internet. They want to do the same thing uh, uh, with, with, with you, with what you're posting on the internet. So that's why, you know, this bill must not pass. It's against uh, a free speech. There's The best way to promote Canadian content is to be sure that, you know, everybody will be able to be uh, online and do what they want to do. And, at the, and in the end, Canadians will judge and they will go on the website that they prefer so the federal government when you give power to bureaucrats in Ottawa and politicians in Ottawa to regulate the internet they will uh, violate uh, free speech and, and our, our freedom uh, they will promote an ideology that may be not what you what you think and uh, the government is not in the business to regulate uh, the 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 internet and 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 free speech. We have the criminal code, Russell, as you know, over there. And and if there's hate speech, that must be under the criminal code. You can do something there. And that's why, as you may know, at the People's Party, we won't regulate internet. We will let people say what they want to say on social media. And if somebody is saying something bad, uh, that person can be uh, responsible under the criminal code. And we had the criminal code (laughs) for a long time and that it is working. We don't need to have uh, regulators spending money and bureaucrats that will look at everything that you're writing or doing or seeing uh, on social media and to try to uh, censor You, and and deciding what you can say and what you cannot say, that's not my Canada, and that's why we are against that.
0: Do you think that Canada risks being squeezed out of the market with these types of regulations? Uh, Private business might not want to do business with us if they feel that they're going to have to pay more and be so highly regulated?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You have a point there. Uh, And yes, when you say they will have to pay more, it's because the intent of the minister is to tax every broadcaster and and putting that money in a fund that will uh, be there to promote canadian content and so th- that's why i believe that uh, it will be uh, uh, very difficult uh, to have uh, other website coming from from us or another country and being active in canada they won't they, they won't Uh, be able to to be competitive we don't need that it's 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 another big uh, bureaucracy and uh, and when you have more bureaucracy you have less freedom and we know that
0: the uh, crtc has traditionally been pretty shy about enforcement and this bill is packed with legislative changes aimed directly towards enforcement Uh, the individual person could be billed twenty five thousand dollars and corporations could be billed under this bill up to $250,000. Why do you think the Liberals are taking an enforcement-centered approach?
1: Because they they think that, you know, if we uh, are very strong and there are strong penalties, they think that uh, the bill would be more efficient. Um, but I, I don't believe that. You know, there's we know right now that there is some censorship on social media. The big tech like uh, Google and, and and Facebook and and Twitter, they are censoring uh, some people, uh, and uh, I, I think that's that's what we must look at. I look at what the governor uh, in Florida uh, said about it. Uh, he he wants to uh, put more pressure on the big uh, tech like uh, Twitter, Google, to be sure that uh, they will allowed. Uh, real debates and free speech can you can I cannot understand that a former president of the United States is not able to have a Twitter account you know it's it's against our values he, uh, he's not a terrorist. he is the former president of the United States of America and not being able by big tech to have an account on Twitter. That's the problem. The problem is not what the the federal government tries to solve. It's not us. It's not Canadians. You know, we need more people. We need more debates on social media. And when you don't allow that, uh, you cannot have good discussion. You cannot have good debates. And so that must be the focus of the government of Canada to try to be sure that uh, everybody will be able to express their point of view on social media and not doing the opposite. And now they're doing the opposite.
0: So this bill originally excluded user-generated content, and then an amendment took out that exclusion. So this is when Canadians really started to realize that there was something weird going on with this bill, and they began to speak out. And it appears that the heritage minister is having problems justifying as well. Um, I'm just going to quickly show a quick video of the heritage minister as he attempts to justify why he took the exclusion out of the bill. The bill is about ensuring that
2: these platforms that act like broadcasters pay their fair share when it comes to Canadian culture. So it's about spending obligations spending requirements. It's not about content moderation. So I, I, I'm going to flip the question for a moment here, Minister, because it was important enough to put that exclusion there in the first place. Now it's gone. Why was it important in the first place to put it there? Con- we're, we're not interested. I mean, it's not it's not what the bill is about. I, I mean, I, I hear you it's, saying it's, you're not interested, but there literally was an exclusion that was put in the original iteration of that bill, the thing that was reviewed, and then it got to committee, and bingo, bango, bongo, the exclusion is gone. So why was it important to put it there in the first place, such that now the the committee has removed it? Well, I mean, the, the, the committee decides what they want the bill first of all the committee hasn't even finished doing it doing its work in, in, in terms of 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 the amendments so so we don't have a full picture of what the bill will, will look like when it comes back when it comes back to the to the, to the house of Commons for for third reading would um, you like and, to see the exclusion back in there it's not necessary i mean so so if it's not necessary was there, why was the, it there in the first place well, you know, we've, we've worked on this for, 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 many months. We, 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 we came up with what we thought would be the the, the best possible bill, but, but, but bill can always be perfected. They will be amended and it, it's not the purpose of the bill. So, it-
0: so just, uh, just taking a look at that kind of briefly, why would he take the exemption out that he had put in there at he can't seem to produce an answer to it. He, he uh, did the typical deflection that you see, but...
1: First of all, uh, it's uh, very discouraging because he's the minister in charge of that bill and he doesn't know any details of that bill. So first, and I think that's why after that um, interview, I think he had another briefing from former uh, former uh, his uh, civil servants and, uh, and that's why he will bring another uh, amendment. Uh, he said that actually yesterday that uh, they may be, bring back that amendment uh, to be sure that uh, if you have a video of your cats on, uh, on, on YouTube, uh, the CRTC won't be able to regulate you. Uh, I don't know what will be. I think they will come back. We'll see what will be that amendment. But for me, the most important is the intent of that government they want to regulate the internet. And if it's not in that bill, Bill C-10, it will be in the other bill that the, the, the same minister will table in a couple of weeks. And, and that bill is for the minister and the civil servants to be able to shut down and and to, uh, uh, to block websites that they don't like on, on the excuse of hate uh, speech. So that, that's very concerning. Uh, I don't like Bill C-10, but I'm pretty sure that the other bill will be worse than that because the federal government will give power to the civil servants and create a new bureaucracy and more regulations uh, for Internet. And I have a quote here from the minister. He said the second bill will is important because... We want to be sure to control what Canadians are saying on the social media to be sure that it won't undermine Canada's social cohesion. So it's very large. And imagine the power of the civil servant being able able to block your website, to block your YouTube channel, to to block your Twitter account because you're saying something against the government and, and that they don't like. Uh, you know, it's it's power that a government like uh, China has, uh, a communist country, but we are in a democracy here in Canada. We are not in a fascist country. So I'm, uh, I'm waiting for that bill, but uh, reading what the minister uh, just said today about the other bill that will come, uh, it is worse than Bill C-10.
0: Why do you think the... Uh... NDP got cold feet on this bill because they seem to be rallying pretty good behind it. And now they're saying they're going to side with the Conservatives. What do you think caused them to get cold feet?
1: Well, I think it's the pressure. You know, politicians react with uh, pressure from, from from Canadians, from uh, f- from people. And I think uh, a lot of uh, uh, NDP uh, member of parliament uh, receive some phone calls from their constituents and uh, and some emails, uh, and so now uh, after having a, a, a caucus and a new decision, uh, they decided to uh, maybe uh, being more critics uh, toward that uh, bill C ten, and uh, it's good. You know that is showing us when Canadians are out there expressing their opinion on a ma- on something that is important for them you can force uh, politicians to change. Uh, Actually, that's what I try to do on the other subject. Uh, But um, I don't know what will be the position of the Conservative Party of Canada and the NDP and the Bloc Québécois and the Green on the next bill. I think they like regulations. Uh, You know, the NDP is a socialist uh, political party, like the Liberal, so I'm pretty sure that they will approve the second bill. So uh, if they are asking for uh, changes in Bill C-10, that's a good start. But let's wait. Let's wait to see these uh, changes.
0: The Act itself is nearly 28 years old, and lots of people have talked over the years about updating, especially since the Internet has become so so much part of our lives. Do you think that the Act needs to be updated at all? And if the Act should be updated, what would be the... Uh, PPC's stance on updating the act?
1: Yeah, first of all, you know, the CRTC, uh, I don't believe that we must give more power to the CRTC. Uh, Like I said, the CRTC is there to regulate um, radio station, broadcaster, what they're doing, try to promote Canadian content. And I think, you know, in 2021, we must abolish that. People are able, you know, to listen music on, on the internet coming from the US. If they want in Quebec to listen more uh, English uh, songs, they can do that. They can uh, they can go on uh, on the internet and uh, and having their music. So why having huge regulations uh, regulating Canadian content? I think we must update that deal. Yes, by giving fewer power. To fewer fewer powers to uh, the CRTC, and, and I think it's time to abolish all these regulations on the Canadian content, and you know also that fund that is there to promote Canadian contents. You know we are against subsidies to businesses, and we want to uh, be sure that it would be fair for every business uh, by abolishing subsidies to businesses and that we can do that also in that industry. And at the same time, lower taxes for every uh, industry. So that would be important. So our position on that at the PPC is to, first of all, being sure that people are free to say what they want on internet, on social media. And if they are saying something that is a hate speech, it will be regulated under the criminal code. We don't need new regulations we don't need a new bureaucracy for that and uh, that will be that the, the idea of the government now is to regulate more to control us and we are against that
0: unfortunately browsing online appears to be a nanny state sort of approach from the government there's a quite often a term that's being thrown out especially during uh these covid times and that's misinformation we hear that a lot there's misinformation should we be leaving it to Facebook, Google, Twitter to and their fact checkers to censor that type of information or should the government be doing it or should no one be doing it?
1: No, I think first of all no one should be doing it, not the government, not the private sector. Uh, it, it's it's a good question, I think it's the question. Um I don't know what would be the real solution uh for what uh, Google is doing, the censorship that is doing with people that don't don't have this their same, the same political view of uh, of them uh, like i just said in the beginning you know why uh, mr trump cannot have a, a, a twitter account you know I, I cannot understand that it's it's not in line with the western civilization values so uh, we must do something to be sure that big tech won't be able to censor us how can we do that i don't know I'm looking at what the governor in Florida uh, will do, because for him it was a strong commitment, and he will come with, with a bill, with a proposal on that. I will look at it. We don't need people to censor. We need to have real debate. And, and there's law uh, that exists in the US, in Canada, against uh, hate speech, and, and they're very efficient. So uh, that, that's our position. Uh, And because the big tech are uh, doing that, we don't have a good discussion. We don't have a good debate here in Canada and in the U.S. We have uh, two points of view. uh, People like, for an example, on COVID-19 and the lockdowns, as you know, we at the PPC uh, are against uh, draconian lockdowns and for reopening the economy. We are the only political party at the federal level that is uh, uh, that is uh, very strong on that. All the others, there are they, four lockdowns and more draconian measures. But because we're not able to debate and to be in uh, the mainstream media, uh, it's very difficult to have a debate. And when you don't have debate, debates in a society, you don't have a consensus. And that's not good for a democracy. Uh, that's why, you know, we we have to be out there, we have to be able at least to have our point of view on social media, because for us conservatives, it's very difficult to have our point of view in the mainstream media, mainstream radio station, the mainstream uh, TV station and newspaper. Um, and, and you have only one point of view right now. And, um, and that's not good for our democracy. So answering your question, uh, I'm against uh, government try to control our the internet, and I'm against also big tech try to control us. Um, we need to uh, reopen the debate, and we need to be sure that everybody will be able to say what they want to say on social media, with the exception of hate speech that is uh, regulated under the criminal code. Yeah. Do
0: you think? Do you think that the conservatives? are not opposing this as much because if they're able to get into power in the future they can just say they can use this legislation and then say afterwards you know what Justin Trudeau passed that legislation we're just using existing legislation
1: I don't know uh, you know they we know that Aaron O'Toole is a real uh, leftist uh, leader and he said that he said the Conservative Party of Canada must progress to the left and he's doing that right now. So they will be that's what I'm hearing against that bill C10. Um, I don't know for the next bill what what would be their position it would be very important to to watch that. Um, and uh, you know if they uh, if they don't they're not so strong about free speech uh, they're they're not defending free speech. they're not also speaking against the cancel culture. So I don't know if they're in government, uh, if they will repeal that bill or not. Maybe they won't, uh, because, you know, that would be them in charge of censoring the the Liberals uh, and their opponents. I don't know. But uh, we don't need these kind of bills of bills uh, in this country.
0: Okay, so we got two questions here. I have one question. Any stance on getting rid of the Bank of Canada?
1: Yeah, we don't have a policy to get rid of the Bank of Canada, but we have a policy to be sure that Canadians won't pay a hidden tax, an inflation tax. We'll have an inflation tax in this country because of the Bank of Canada. The Bank of Canada is is printing money out of thin air to buy a Canadian government bonds. And when you're doing that, you'll have inflation. Actually, right now, we have about 4% inflation when you go to do your grocery that every expert are saying the inflation would be 4 or 5% at the end of this year. And that's a tax because, you know, you can have the same amount of uh, money in your pockets, but at the end, in the end, sorry, if you're not able to buy the same amounts of goods and services, it's like a tax. The government is telling you, you can keep your money, but you won't be able to buy the same amounts of goods and services. So your purchasing power is going down Your standard of living is going down and that will happen. So going back to the Bank of Canada, we must be sure that the Bank of Canada won't be able to uh, print money like that to create inflation. So that's why our policy on the Bank of Canada is to have a target of 0% inflation. Now the Bank of Canada has a target of 2% inflation. 2% inflation is not good. 20% inflation is not good. 0% inflation. That's the best because every Canadian will keep their purchasing power. I
0: really want to thank you very much, uh, Mr. Bernier, for coming on to the show today to talk a bit about Bill C-10 and to give the uh, PPC stance on some of these issues. It's much appreciated.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm very pleased that I had the time to be with you. And uh, if you want me on another subject, don't hesitate to be in touch with uh, my team and uh, congratulations for your work. Uh, you know, I like to see Canadians like that taking subject and taking the de- opening the debate, and that's what you're doing right now. So thank you, Russell, and uh, have a good evening.